Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. It is myself, Charlie, at Chuck underscore Colorado, and compadre Chris, Chris Ramiro. Chris, how is your Monday? Happy Monday. It's a good Monday. Okay. Uh, great start to the week. It was a great weekend for our wrestling pleasure. Yeah. Um, lots going on, and... I'm ready to kick off the week, and what a great way to start then, to uh, do a small, quick bite along the line in the buffet line. Yeah. That's what I tried to say. We got to eat, right? Yeah. You need, you need to eat. Uh, get all of that energy stored for, for uh, a furious week ahead. I would call this weekend AM, PM. You know why? Why? Because it's just too much good stuff. Oh, okay. do you know what I'm referencing? No, I don't. You don't. You you faked it. So, yeah. I, yeah, but <laughs> it's uh, it was like yeah, this old. Com- it was I don't know if they still run, but there was these commercials for this uh, gas station or convenience store. Oh, AMPM. AMPM. Yeah. And their slogan was "Too much good stuff." Didn't they have um? Wasn't AMPM part of BP or something like that? Sure. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Under the yeah. the corporate umbrella, if you will. And Chris's phone is just blowing up here. Yeah. <laughs> you got something? You got to take care of something real quick? No, no, no. Just, uh, you know, work is chatting me up, but no, they could wait. They can wait. Yeah. Wrestling podcasting is more important. Yeah. Don't you agree? Absolutely. So we're going to go on the buffet line here. You probably just heard the, the interesting uh, buffet line music in yeah. um, our opening that Chris put together. Shout out to Chris's creative work. Big production right there. Right, right. We don't. We <laughs> spare no expense. All right. We spare no expense. <laughs> DIY. Before we get into that, I just want to say that the Emporium tokens donated by Emporium Wicker Park and the pins are still available. Last time we talked with Matt Nix and we're giving them away, both of them. So they're poker chips that translate into free tokens, so free video games, right? And then we have three pins um, that we've posted pictures of on our Twitter at two, two heels, heels in the face. face. That's the number two. And I still don't know exactly what they're from, but they're very unique looking pins. They'd be perfect for a collection. We, we were sitting next to a guy this weekend who had a vest and he had like his whole pin collection. Uh-huh. Did he have any important one. ones? He had a bull club one. Oh, okay. And probably some other wrestling ones, but I'm telling you pins are, pins are in. Pins are in. Pins are in. Just like, just like pre, I talked to you, I said this to you, just like, Pre or entrance only masks. Oh, are in. Mm-hmm. did you notice? Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Um, what uh, our boys over at um, what is it? EVO, no, <laughs> EVO, no, it's oh, Ohio <laughs> versus everyone or everybody, something like that. Uh, Jay, Chris, then uh, Dave, right? Yeah, yeah. They they, they work on the names. Right. (laughs) Um, They have some uh, entrance masks now. Did you see those? I saw those. Yeah. I've been seeing them everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Joe Casey had one. I had a list in my head. Sammy Callahan has used an entrance mask. The authors of Mm -hmm. pain. It's like, it's the thing to do. And and they're usually like pretty cool or intimidating. I feel like Marty uh, Skrull has always had one. 
Yeah. Um, but I'm, I just see like a lot of different people. It's a trend that's up. definitely picking up. It's and, a trend that's yeah. picking up. Pin, wrestling pins and entrance and, only masks. Yeah. Is a trend that's picking up. It's like if you want to like try something new, like put a wrinkle in, in your style almost. You like yeah. P- P- a mask is a go to right a now. A mask is, I feel like, is a go to. Um, an example of like someone trying to put a little wrinkle in their style. We're gonna get to this, but is Finn Balor right? Finn Balor, would you see like the oh this, with his uh, new attire? Yeah, like, like the, the color gray he was yeah. wearing. That, that I thought that that worked and that was cool. But that's like mm-hmm. an ex- like if someone doesn't want to do that, they can like I feel like a lot of people are just putting on masks for their entrance and then taking mm-hmm. them off. Do you feel the well, same way? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, Balor, right? Like he has a demon. I believe mm-hmm. it's a, supposed to be a different character or whatnot. But uh, I mean, that's the and I think I mentioned this to you. The the headpiece that he wears. Feels like it's made out of belts. Finn Balor's headpiece when he comes. Oh as a demon, yes, 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 yes. Like you could see the the holes of the belts in them. Okay. And uh, like that always trips me out. Like, it's like it's great like, attention to detail there. Yeah, I'm like you could do better at this point. Like you know WWE. Like because they even sell them on the on the WWE shop, and they still look like they have like belt punch holes in there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason. I don't know if he makes it or if 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 Sasha Banks' husband makes that. Probably, but um, but yeah. Regarding his attire, I I liked it. Yeah, I like. I mean, it, it reminded me of uh, uh, this uh, New York MLS team, like the color. Okay, like that like gray. the grayish and, mm-hmm. and and blue, light blue. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, but yes, pins. If you want to take a look at what they look like, go on our Twitter. We'll post more. Um, and, but and then right now with Emporium, um, yep. do you know if they're still or how long the? Because they're the ones doing the um, Stranger Things. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, when you went out there, you didn't see that? No, I didn't see that. Is yeah. that like, oh, is is it to have people catch up on the first season before the second season comes out? No, it's just the bar and the, the, the bar, a section of the bar or something is themed out. with the Stranger strange- Things? Yeah. Maybe I didn't know. I haven't seen the first season. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe I didn't notice anything. Uh, but that's just another reason to go. And when you go, you can wear your pins. You can take these tokens with you. Yeah, play and some you're games, money. drink some beer, have a good time. Yep. All you need to do is leave us a review on iTunes with the hashtag #PushPaco, and these are yours. Yep. We'll 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 make sure to either we can catch up at a at a show that you're gonna go to, and mm-hmm. we'll be there, or um, you know, we're we're in the Chicagoland area, so we're flexible. I'm, I might have a lot of time on my hands. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might as well just go to uh, Emporium with you, and you know, have a beer. Yep. Chris is buying. Yeah. In the house. Mm-hmm. All right. I just volunteered your credit card. <laughs> so no mercy no mercy is in the salad bar section of our buffet line right now that's we're really gonna, fresh it's really fresh we're kind of going to get that out of the way because we want to talk a lot about a couple of the shows that we went to this weekend mm-hmm. that being Shake and Not Stirred Freelance Wrestling on 9-22 at the Logan Square Auditorium and then we went to a new promotion Black Label Pro in Crown, Point, in Crown Indiana. Point Indiana Indiana. Mm-hmm. we went to their first show the Darkest Timeline Championship Tournament Phase 1 it's a long name. You remember that. Good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I spent some time with Kirby earlier. Yeah. Day, you know. uh, but so No Mercy really quick. I haven't seen, I've seen like the first three matches. I didn't watch the pre-show, although J- the Drifter did score me points, um, which is good in fantasy wrestling. And then I watched like the first three matches. So I watched Balor, Wyatt. I watched Miz versus Jason Jordan. And I watched a tag team match. I thought they were all really good. Mm-hmm. Tag team match was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, could, probably could be a match of the year candidate. Uh, okay. At least tag team match of the year candidate. I thought it was that good. 
Um, and then I was like kind of getting into the women's match and then I had to stop and do work. So what are your, what are your quick thoughts on No Mercy? Uh, quick say? thoughts, I, like match, like uh, in-ring action and match things that like whatever happened there in, in the ring, like it was yeah. really good. Um, Storyline wise, um, I haven't watched much. I know okay. what's going on. But I'm still not, like, I don't know. I'm not invested in the Jason Jordan. Um, He's your guy. You know, I have him in my league because I know I figured he was going to get some time being Kurt Angle's son and all mm -hmm. this other stuff. So, and I thought he was going to pick up a win. But um, but he's not, um, I mean, he didn't get the win. I, I like the match. Uh, I I'm, I like the involvement of um, the Mistraj. Mistraj. Okay. Yeah, Mistraj. Yeah, um, I'm glad they're at least doing they're something. They're doing something, on TV right? And uh, probably feels good, right? Yeah, the the tag team match was good, and I don't know if it was the fact that Cesaro had that one spot. Like, where, I think that definitely like, helped. It definitely <laughs> like, it turned things to like, oh, this is good, this is good. To so like, holy shit! Like, yeah, it brought it to that holy uh -huh. shit level unintentionally, but right. still, like the way he was playing it too, it looked like it looked like he held in. Or, like, he definitely, when he got kicked in the face, he definitely spit on purpose after he got his teeth knocked yeah. out. Because his teeth were knocked out, and all everything was kind of, like, still in his mouth. Right, and then he got that uh, Rollins super kick. Rollins super kicked him. He definitely sp spat on purpose. So, like, give give credit to <laughs> give credit to the ring post, but give credit to mm -hmm. Cesaro. Yeah, quick thinking. And then it shot all the bloodshot all over his face. Yeah. Um, so I thought it, it took it to that holy shit next level. But the coordination in that match, like, and, and they, like, sprinted. That match was a full sprint. Yeah. Um, they were going is, hard. That, that one spot fine. where, um, who is it, Dean gets, like, powerbombed into Seth? No, no, no. Or it wasn't a It was... Seth got powerbombed onto Dean. Yeah. From, like, that, like, those spots. And I think we talked about this before where, like, a body's being dropped on somebody else, like, from a powerbomb or something like yes. that. Yes. You never know how you're gonna land, really, or you could body try your on best. body. Yeah, is body never body a clean is landing. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> scary. Yeah, I I had to unfollow some people on Twitter this morning on our Twitter. Oh, okay. Because I people are just man, man, like I understand like people are just so negative. Like people are so negative about the storyline and the booking, and mm -hmm. it's just like all they want to do is complain about it. So I unfollowed a couple of people today on on two heels and a face Twitter. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. But, um, but I don't like I don't know the first just because of what, the negativity that yeah there's, like the there's no like take the good with the bad right mm -hmm. if there's that's fine if there's something you don't like about it so what were the like well what was what just was like, the negative just shit? like uh like spoiler alert Brock mm -hmm. like did you have you seen um I know the results I okay, have not no watched the, the two spoiler last like Brock retaining mm -hmm. and like it was just a lot with like storyline and ending and finishes and like when I was watching it. I thought like the storytelling with Balor and Bray was great. Mm -hmm. Like I would love to see like Bray use the microphone during matches a lot more often. Like, okay. I don't see why not, you know. Mm -hmm. Like he's better on the mic. Yeah, it's like that's like what he's that's probably his best attribute. Yeah. Right? Uh his look maybe or like his mic skills. So like it'd be cool to see him talk on the mic during matches. That's what okay. he did. Um so I thought that was great selling storytelling there. Like like it's just a, if it's not the result, it's it's we've talked about this before. Um, but it's so it's subjective to the to whoever, right? It's like, subjective, yeah. Because the Roman and and Cena match, did you watch that one? No, no. Okay, well, um, you know Roman wins, mm -hmm. uh, and everybody's like, oh, you know, everybody just wants to push Roman, whatever. But yeah. the same thing could have been said for Cena. So whoever would have won there, <laughs> people were gonna 
it's all crap anyway. Right. And it's not, if you don't like something, that's great. That's your opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like, if you have, if you have 10 tweets to put out and they're <laughs> all 10 of them are just like extremely negative. Yeah. You know, like put out, maybe like put out three, ne- three, tw- three things you didn't really like. And then like all the things you did like, like just, so I'm making our, I made our Twitter feed a lot more positive. So next time you go on there, you're going to, oh, okay. you won't even I'll, notice I'll be, probably, but I'll be bathed by the power of positivity. Yeah. It's the power of positivity. So like, and I thought, I just thought the matches I was watching, like I was going along for the ride and they were really yeah. good. Yeah. I, really I enjoyed so it for far. what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jason the Jordan, women's match was good. Uh, I didn't get to finish that, mm-hmm. but it was, it was good. Like what they were doing thus far, mm-hmm. what I saw, like Nia Jax tossing everybody around was great. Did stuff. you see her getting power bombed off of the apron? No, I didn't see that. Apron yet. onto the ground. Like it was, it was, it was tough to watch, okay. but like props to her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, but I, so far what I've watched, it's, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I still have to watch the Enzo match. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if I'm biased or not, but like everybody seems to be hating on Enzo, but I have him on my team, so I know he scored me some points. He did. You're in like third place right now. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. even gone in yeah, this we'll morning. Get to that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. in our dessert section, but yeah, Enzo. Enzo. Uh, you, if you look at the YouTube, look at the YouTube videos that Enzo's on for Two Hundred Five Live compared to other segments. Okay. And they're astronomically higher. So All Enzo right. is whether you want. I mean, I think YouTube views should be. In the age that we live in, like YouTube views are becoming more important, just like okay. ratings are, right? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, uh, just because it's going to, or it's going to come to a point where you're either like streaming something or you're getting it from another source, or like, so right. YouTube so, YouTube views are up with Enzo, so it makes sense business wise to like have him have success. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And so, real quick, how do you feel about uh, Lesnar retaining? I'm fine with it. As long as, I'm yeah. fine with it as long as like when I watch the match, I'm content. Okay. So I guess it's too soon for me to say. Yeah. If I watch the match and I think it's a great match, I'm fine with it. You know, it's mm-hmm. ba- it's just back to like that. It's just a mindset of how you watch. And yeah. It's a well, I of, guess the the question was at a bigger spectrum of like, how do you feel about the? And, and I think we've asked this question and we've been through the same situation where the yeah. title's not on TV at all times. Yeah. Um, for a minute, I forgot that you know. I forgot who the champion was. Yeah. Um, and once I noticed that uh, uh, Strowman was going for the title, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Like, you know, because I have him on my on my team, too. Yeah. Your team's pretty. Your so, team's looking pretty good right now. You're like, nice. all of a sudden, it became team. a bunch of contenders, you know, mm-hmm. for, for titles. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like, I, I, I'm fine with the title not being on TV a lot. But with, I think, uh, Lesnar definitely takes it to a different level where mm-hmm. we're, we don't see him, you know. We only see him like three times a year at this point. Yeah. As long as he keeps, if the matches are good, I know he's had some bad matches in the past, but it's just like too soon for me to say right mm-hmm. now, like, because I haven't watched the match with Braun and if he does like a Survivor Series match and it's good, oh yeah, then, then I don't care. Like, I just want to, like, that's the wrestling fan that I am. You know me, mm-hmm. like I en- really enjoy the in-ring match mm-hmm. and like that's. That you could say, like, the jubilation of a wrestling fan is when I've watched, like, a really good match that puts me in See, that I, trance. And I, and I think, like, when I watch WWE, I watch it, like, I I would need to have that storyline to make sense, to, to enjoy it sometimes. Before, Sometimes after, I try during? to... Huh? Before, after. Before, during, or after? Um, before. So what's okay. going to lead on to this match and this match having a purpose? Okay. Right? Right. But if I go to an indie show... 
I'm there for 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 the wrestling, for for what's going on in the ring. And then when there's a storyline, it's a perk. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I guess that that varies. Well, I think it's I think it's fair to have those higher expectations when WWE has the money and the production right. value that they mm-hmm. have. You know, I think that's a fair assessment. So yeah, uh, we still have pretty much like you know for me, I have two matches left and no mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, it was good. At least in my eyes, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I still um, to me to me the pros of Brock outweigh the cons. Like yeah, I, I've given shit to Brock in the past, mm-hmm. but like. Damn, like whether he goes to UFC or when he ha- he's had really good matches since his return, like yeah. he's a specimen, and I enjoy watching a freak that we might never see again. Like there might there is never going to be another type of Brock Lesnar, right? It's like the Bo Jackson of of <laughs> combat sports. You know, he uh-huh. can do everything. So I think the pros just outweigh, and and I look at it and I try to look at it in a positive way. You know, that we're all about positivity on this podcast. That's right. So the positive cast, as we call it. Um, all right. Salad bar, anything else? Any other croutons you want to throw my way? I'll catch them. <laughs> All right. Um, well, no, because I was going to say Elias. Uh, Elias. He's going by Elias now, right? Samson? Yeah. He's, are they dropping the Samson? Did you forget the last name? No, no, no. Because <laughs> um, I was, was going to say Elias Samson, but I, I feel like now they're referencing him as Elias. Are they? Yeah, like, you know, doesn't he do the walk with Elias? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch the pre-show. I didn't watch it either, but I was going to ask you, and I think I asked you before we even started recording if you had watched the pre-show. Yeah, no. Um, He scored me points, He seems to be getting over, like, from what I hear and what I see on on Twitter and conversations that I have with people. Like, people like him. Yeah. I haven't watched enough of him to, to be behind the... Even with NXT, like, I've never really enjoyed the gimmick. He could draw like he could he drew, he was drawing actual heat because people didn't really people have said this recently and it's hard and I agree it's hard to draw actual heat right we've had this mm-hmm, discussion yeah. mm-hmm. because once you start being such a good villain you're kind heel, of become cool then and everyone's like damn yeah. you're so cool and then like mm-hmm. that takes the heat off you like in NXT I really didn't like anything about. <laughs> Elias uh-huh. Samson, so like it was actual heat for me. So hopefully he can kind of maintain that. He just can't get to the point where he's like too cool. Yeah, you know. So it'd be cool to see if he kind of floats in this middle area where he's just like okay at his job and mm-hmm. and a dick, right? And <laughs> maybe that draws actual heat. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and just right before we jump off the salad, I want to make a quick point of okay. Um, you know, since we're talking WWE. The fact that WWE is letting the wrestlers, some of their um, NXT That's guys, a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. going out to the indies and having these one-off matches, yes. or even Chris Hero was going for was some title, right? Mm-hmm. I think out it was, in, uh, yeah, in England, ICW mm-hmm. maybe. I don't or know, IPW. but he, I mean, he was going. He was going to be a main event, right, somewhere for for their main title and whatever in the promotion. Yep. And then we had Cedric here this weekend with Evolve. Yeah. So he did two Evolve shows, Cedric. Oh yeah, yeah. He did cool. one. They were in like St. Louis or Detroit before, maybe yeah. Detroit before they came to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Evolve ran. We didn't even get to see that. Yeah. So if there's anyone listening who would like to just send in uh, a write up or like results or card, I don't know if Evolve, Evolve post results or just like any any. Feedback. Yeah, if you want to contribute and just you mm-hmm. know you have any just any insight on on what happened on Evolve and your thoughts. I think it was Evolve ninety three, Summit yeah. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, send us an email to info at com. Yep. That's you right. set that I up. got it right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, that's all I want to just point out. Like that, that's really good, right. and and I hope to see that just Great because point. it gives the it gives the indie promotion, you know, just another perk of like, hey, this other talent that you know was in the indies and yeah. now is at WWE is coming back for a one night. Like it's acknowledgement of indies. Mm-hmm. So it's WWE just hey there's another world out there mm-hmm. which is great they've been doing that more and more it's i feel like it has to be awesome for cedric to do it like one because there's yeah. a lot of things that wrestlers like about the indies what yeah. they hate what they dislike mostly is like the travel and then like some you know the way that some are run is like not the most professional mm-hmm. but like when you're on the indies cody Rhodes, cody cody excuse cody. me no no mm-hmm. last name is doing this right now he's it's all about the matches and like the creative outlet and the creative flexibility that he can have on these. Well, did you see he's signing exclusive right. contract with yes, Ring yes. of Honor? But he'll still have. I mean, they let him. Yeah, do they the, still let him do. Yeah, mm-hmm. they let him create an actual ring. So I think that was like part of. He was in on that idea. That wasn't all. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Like if you're, you know, if you're, and it's. I wouldn't say Cedric Alexander is like stuck in a rut, but like if you're going through WWE and you're not doing much, or yeah, whatever, let Apollo Cruz go through some in these. Yeah, style. yeah, like that'd be a good example of like someone Apollo Cruz who's not who's like kind of floating. They're still using him, but he's kind of floating in that no man's land. Mm-hmm. Was an indie guy before, right? Um, and let him do like one off shows. He can just he can revisit that life for like a day, have an awesome match that's not in like the WWE style. Mm-hmm. sell merch etc i don't know if like you know i feel like all the merch money should go to him but i don't know what the <laughs> i don't know what is. the yeah but yeah it's like it's so you get to live that life for another it's just it's such a good idea i can't think of like one negative for it except for maybe a guy gets hurt but like he's not gonna work mm-hmm. right unsafe. i mean i would think maybe a negative i don't know i don't know if it's a negative or or what how, how does the indie talent feel right it's like is this a guy that's coming to take a spot that that could be me oh that's a good point you know yeah um i guess if it's done too frequently right i think mm-hmm. you know if, if they really pace it out and and, and do things the right way like they're yeah. not taking opportunities from others but just kind of helping build that card up or yeah. helping build that promotion but you also get to like if you spent time with cedric alexander to evolve and then he went to wwe and he came back you can then if you're an indie wrestler, you can then ask him a bunch of questions about like, how is it? What have you know? What have you learned? What have you noticed? Mm-hmm. Like you can pick his brain, right? As, and he's almost like a more of a mentor now because he's been there. Yeah, you know, for someone who wants to make it to WWE. True. Uh, but yeah, that, I think that's a good point. Cool. And way to bring that up. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. Um, so happy into the mi- excuse me main um, course. I have like a burp coming out, but it's not coming. It's the Lacroix. Is that what it is? It's a LaCroix. LaCroix Berry. Hop on the LaCroix train. <laughs> um, the main course. We're going to talk about freelance wrestling. Shaking Not Stirred. September yeah. 22nd. Look at Square Auditorium. Holy crap, I had fun at this show. Yeah, you got there just in time to... <laughs> I got there as as the uh, the music was playing. Like the, you know, the, that, that roll. Yeah, that drum mm-hmm. roll they do or that... Yeah, right before the eight-man scramble. Eight-man scramble. First of all, let me say that I double-booked Friday. I brought a a family member. I had had booked uh, sushi with my second cousin. Her name is Mallory. Lives in Wisconsin. Okay. And she was here just for that one day? She was here just for that one night. We're going to do dinner. We don't get to see each other often. Mm -hmm. Uh, My dad's side is kind of spread out all over the Midwest, Michigan, Wisconsin, uh oh like uh yeah those parts mm-hmm. and then my grandma is in elmhurst 
uh, Illinois, Illinois. So they're all spread out. Mallory wants to visit. She wanted to visit the city, mm-hmm. and we wanted to hang out. Went to sushi. <laughs> all you can eat was full. I was full nice. as hell. It was great though. So I, I ate a bunch of sushi. Then we went, took an Uber to Logan Square from my neighborhood. And yeah, we're, we're, as we're like walking up the stairs, we hear the countdown. So she, so I sprang this on her. I sprang it mm-hmm. on her. And the reason why I'm telling this story is, is a good, it has a good ending. So just bear with me here. I know I'm dra- dragging it out, which I usually do. <laughs> um, it's all good. So she, I sprung it on her. I was like, hey, you know, I know I have dinner with you, but all, like I, I'm obligated to put, well, one, because I like it, but two, because like freelance, you know, we're, 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 we're going to do a Facebook live. We did a Facebook live video. Mm-hmm. Like I need to be there. I need to be there uh, for this show. And it starts at nine. Can do you want to come with me? I just mm-hmm. asked her. She's like, yeah, sure. She was open to it. Hasn't like remembers wrestling in the Attitude Era, but doesn't really like watch. Right. Uh, but she's usually pretty open to things. We we took Margaret's Jericho T-shirt, put uh-huh. it on her. I was like, you got to wear a wrestling T-shirt. That's just the rule. Uh-huh. Um, so we get there, and she like a meet and and like this is a compliment to freelance and a compliment to the eight man scramble or six man scramble. It's like it's a perfect transition kind of. That was like a perfect fun transition show for like mm-hmm. someone who has never been introduced to the independent wrestling scene or just wrestling in general mm-hmm. because she loved it. She like immediately was like, cause the, the entrances for the A-Man scramble were just like crazy. Like Jay right. George was singing mm-hmm. Rick, Rick Astley. Mm-hmm. Like never going to give you up. So like the, it was electric and like the vibe was really fun and it was really loud in there. So she like fell in love with it immediately and then by the end of like the show, she was like shouting at Andy the ref because everybody <laughs> else was like, uh-huh. she like she just like completely bought into it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool to see. She's an open minded person, so that helps. But it was cool to see that like yeah, it felt like one of, yeah, it, it definitely was a show that you could bring anybody to, and yeah. even if you don't know what's going on, at least the eight men scramble lets you know what you're about to see yeah. for the rest of the night. Yeah, it was fun. Like anyone can have yeah. what I'm saying is anyone can have fun at a freelance show as long as you have an open mind. Yeah. You don't have to be a wrestling fan or not. Case in point, my cousin. Um so Damon Scramble I thought was set the tone, was a lot of fun. Um they announced and this is great, they announced that the winner was going to be the new the new number mm-hmm. one contender. Yeah. So that just I thought that's so smart because now it gives that the six man scramble, the purpose of it is to Set the tone and be a fun opener. This gives even more purpose to it. This mm-hmm. is like, oh shit, this is important. So I was thinking Irie at first. Shigehiro Irie was in this six, this eight man scramble. Irie, Irie. Yeah, I, I butchered that. Um, I was thinking he was gonna win. It was Kobe Durst, Irie, right? Mm-hmm. Dingo, Gringo Loco, Giassi, J. George, Everett Connors, and Space Monkey. Space Monkey's music is. F- freaking perfect for him. yeah <laughs> it is so good please keep that music forever it's like it's almost it has like a treacherous kind of feel to it but it's almost like goofy too mm-hmm. um and then he comes waddling out so great and if you want to check out that match you could go to freelance's facebook page yes thank you it's out there um and i mean just enjoy it like i think uh the comments that we have on there is like people that weren't able to make it to the show and they were really enjoying it and i i mean i think uh we were placed at a pretty good spot to catch everything yes credit to you um bro i broke the the tripod the, did i tell you about, about this yeah. you broke your tripod yeah <laughs> i broke the tripod and then uh a few hours before the show i was trying to super glue it together <laughs> and uh it worked out so did it? yeah do you have super glue 
I had to go look for super glue. <laughs> do they did the freelance have super glue? Uh, no, I went to uh, a Walgreens nearby. So like you have super, after you didn't use all of it, did you? No. Okay, good because we need some of that for our belt for fantasy wrestling. Oh, what happened with the belt? Dude? Like the some of the plates coming off in one side. Shame. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, was, I think I was wearing it too much. Not to Martin's hands. He has to take care of it. Right. We need to, <laughs> We need like, next time we meet up, we'll bring the super glue and maybe, like, a little <laughs> yeah. piece to kind of get it back together. But who ended up winning this match and becoming the new number one contender? I'm going to leave it to you, Chris. Fan, fra- fan favorite, Space Monkey. Space Monkey. Um, I Yeah, like, I was not expecting him to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, regardless, everybody did a great job. Like, it was an awesome match. Correct. Um, but... The crowd, like you can still see in the video, I believe, like once he gets the pin, like the crowd goes crazy. Huge space, pop. yeah. Space Monkey is the number one contender, and we'll be facing Stevie Fierce. Stevie Fierce at the October show, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. I don't know what the date for that is yet. Yeah, we don't know yet. But the buildup is going to be great for that. St- space Monkey's ready. Space Monkey's ready for that scene. What What would uh, Space Monkey promos look like? Um, <laughs> probably like every time you talk to him where he's just chanting and he took stevie fierce's mirror at the end yeah so maybe it'll be like him looking in his mirror and a bunch of chimp noises i don't know right we're gonna have to see uh but yes very very fun opener i have the card here and we're not gonna talk about every match just for time's sake um so the next match i'm looking at right here tell me tell me about your airport experience beforehand you got a little bit of story um, for us. Yeah, so um, opportunities just landed. Uh, talking to Nick's, and you know I happen to be not far from O'Hare, uh, so I ended up uh, picking up Sue Young from the airport. <laughs> yes, on a favor. Uh, on a, you know, and, and I was like, well, first of all, I'm like, I was telling Nick's, I'm like, how am I gonna recognize her? Like, she wears all that makeup, mm-hmm. like, and I'm like. Any picture that I might find online, I don't know if that's going to be her under the makeup. Like, how can I recognize her? So he was like, oh, you know, describe the luggage. She's like, she has a, you know, teddy bear on her luggage and she's wearing this, that and the other. So, you know, I don't have perfect vision. Okay. (laughs) And I don't wear glasses, which is a bad thing. All right. But as I'm driving in, like, Mm -hmm. I'm just like squinting to like, I I don't want to pass it up, pass her up. Right. Because I'm already like probably like 10 minutes late. And that's just because traffic was hell. Okay. Like, I left out on time and everything. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, super cool. She's really down to earth. Um, and, and we, um, you know, it's, it, was, it was a good time. I can't say much about what we talked. I don't know how Paula Yeah, is, you know. You but, got to hang out with her, But though. I got to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Um, we, when we, before making it back to um, Logan, uh, we stopped by uh, Revolution Brewery to pick up some food. Okay. Um, and on our way there, we also uh, ended up uh, bumping into um, B-Boy, okay. and I can't n- pronounce the name of the other chick that she wrestled that night. Akane Fujita? Akane Fujita. Uh, just leave the, leave the names to me. I'll no, give the name. All right, all right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, um, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I, so I we bumped into the them. Right. Uh, we were talking to them for a little bit. Um, she was super excited that, because we passed up... Um, a place that had uh, a poster saying that they, Daddy Yankee was in town for um, at the Aragon Ballroom. Mm. And she was like, oh, my God, I don't know if Daddy Yankee's in town. Like, do you think we could make it to the show afterwards? Or, you know, she apparently is a big Daddy Yankee fan. Okay, um, cool. So 
uh, yeah, she was excited about that. Um, and she was excited to wrestle um, Kylie and... Connie Fujita. Connie Fujita. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Because um, she, she's never wrestled them before. And okay. she had heard of, of Kylie and, and obviously heard of... Connie Fujita? Yes. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, and she, she was telling me that she was super excited. Uh, I think the, the week before she had uh, wrestled... Connie Fujita? No, no, no. You saw <laughs> Not me the thinking. Right time. You saw me thinking. Not the right time. Uh, no. Oh, my God. See, um, he's... Oh, um, I'm going to start making a God. tally every time you can't yeah. remember a name. We're going we're gonna to work uh, on this. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember his name. He's from... Um, we've seen him at AEW plenty of times. He has the There's fork, Puerto Rican. Um, the fork? Yeah, he has like a fork or a shank on his boot. Remember? Oh, a homicide. Homicide. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was telling me that she had wrestled him and um, that she didn't, you know, she didn't know he was going to do it. But after, you know, she gets knocked out, um, homicide starts doing the uh, Rich, Swan's dan- Rich Swan dance. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> Sue Young is married to Rich Swan. Yeah. Yes. Which, uh, you know, she thought it was pretty funny. She, she was telling me about that. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, like, again, um, really cool chick. Like, it, mm-hmm. was, it was really, really fun time. Um, you know, driving her from the airport to the venue. Yep. Um, um, Sue Young brought her Fest Wrestling Championship, successfully defended in uh-huh. a match against Akani Fujita and Kylie Ray. And I didn't know she's, like, she has three titles. Yeah, she had a couple belts with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were used in the match. Remember? Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. Like, at some point, all three girls had a title and they hit each other with it. Yep. Um, but. You know, seeing Sue Young's entrance live, it's very different. She's scary looking, man. Yeah. She's scary. She's got a really good song, too. It's a famous song. It's like, uh, I think it's sung by Courtney Love. Oh, I don't know. But she's like very Courtney Love-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the wedding attire, mm-hmm. makeup, blood on her was mouth. Was it you like, or somebody was like, that's me. a lot of cloth. I think that was me. <laughs> I think that was me. Her, Yeah, her outfit, like she took off like, it was like three pieces mm-hmm. of cloth. That her outfit was made up of it, mm-hmm. so there was like just a bunch of like, w- like uh, you know, gothic dead bride cloth hanging off of the turnbuckle. Yeah, it's just like it looked like a lot to like move around in. So that's why she took it off. But like mm-hmm. even on the entrance, she was scaring she was scaring the heck out of me. And it was cool to see Kylie is the opposite of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and then and then you had uh, Connie Fujita who Hector called Asuka's sister, oh, which was God. like. <laughs> That is just like such a Hector joke <laughs> that he threw that in there. Um, yeah. It was a great match, and it, they, the dynamics played really well off of each other. Um, I got a bone to pick with Kylie Ray. I'm going to save that for the next episode that we record, though. Okay. So um, I gotta, I'm going to call her out on something on the next episode, but let's move on from that. Um, GPA versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are so, you, you, uh, yeah, I was excited to see Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um, and GPA, like, he is, you know, top-notch. Like, we saw him also the day after. GPA had a busy weekend. Uh, yeah, he had a busy weekend. Um, but, and, and I think you mentioned this. Like, Sammy doesn't seem or appear as, you know, a super, um, what do you say, athletic or, or high-flying or yes. flips. He doesn't give off. He doesn't give off. The type of like athleticism or high flying, but he d- but he, he definitely it. shows it. Yeah, he definitely shows it. He does. Uh, he did a shooting star press. I think that missed. 
um, onto GPA. Like he does, he does it really well. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard move. Obviously, some people can do it. Only the really athletic people can yeah. do it. GPA I'm a sucker is, for for a shooting star press. You are, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a that's a that's a lucha staple, right? Probably. Uh, you know what? I think the first time I saw the shooting star press was um, probably in WWE. Yeah. With um, again, I'm gonna leave the names up to you. Yeah. The first time I saw it was I think uh, Kidman in WCW. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Didn't he? botch one like he, and it was really bad have. he might have i don't know yeah i don't know exactly what you're talking about but i remember it was so unique like the way mm-hmm. he did it too he like the way he does it he his arms like go to he, he almost does like a limp one mm-hmm. but it looks like kind of cool yeah um but yeah gpa is world class he's got like gpa has got like really good he has like this one really good pose where he like puts his hands on his hips and like Kind of smiles, but kind of. I feel like he has, like, I feel like his facial expressions and like the way he reacts to pe- to just people, because he's mm-hmm. usually like the mild tempered, smart guy. Yeah. And then like, if you put someone outrageous on the other side of him, like, are very cocky. Like, I think he does a really good yeah. job of reacting to that. So I thought that was good. Um, this was your hardcore indie match. A lot of athleticism. Um, GP ended up picking up the victory and like welcoming in Sammy, who hopefully will be kind of booked Please more come back. Chance in the background right now. Yep. Please come back. Beta versus Matt Nix and Alex Olsen. Beta likes to jump people in the aisleway. They did this again. Right. Yeah. They, they have their four fans. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they all have the Beta shirts, right? Yeah, all four fans that just have Beta shirts. I'm never buying one of those shirts. Never. I think if even if you gave that to me for free, I'd probably be like, I just don't want this. Damn, like that? Not no, not, no disrespect. It's uh-huh. just like that's the like they're yeah. drawing their heat. You know, they're, yeah. they're and, that's the heat. And their manager always, you know, gets involved. And Coach Joe, I think. Is that his name? I think so. But shit, like, so what was what was the finish here? I know there was a Coach Joe yeah. interrupted. Yeah, I think. Who, who took the, the pin? Uh, you know, I can't even remember, you to remember? be honest. I think, it, oh, I think it was a pile driver onto Alex Olsen, like a package pile driver. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Alex Olsen. Um, I didn't take notes during this match because I had company with me and I didn't want to be rude. Mm-hmm. So I might not know someone to finish. I usually know the finishes, the matches. Um, but yeah, Team Beta retains unexpectedly. I kind of thought it would be like they'd be transitions to Nixon Olsen. Um, but it looks like Beta might have won this feud and like kind of capped it off. Unless Chris Casher comes back and we have a four-star heroes versus Beta. Maybe like they're saving oh, that. Yeah. They're saving the good. pot for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I want to move on, just keep moving here. Yep. Uh, the N-Words are superiority complex. The N-Words came out dressed as the Mega Powers, but on their tights it said <laughs> the mm-hmm. N-Word Powers. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was the N and then a uh-huh. bunch of stars. Um, one, I think it was... Um, wait, did we ever find out Bryce Benjamin is part of the N-Words, right? That's the same guy, right? And I don't want to sound... I'm not trying to sound like in any way racist or anything. I just didn't know. That's him, uh-huh. right? Correct? I think so. I think that's him. Um, I'm going to just verify that right now. Uh, what did you think about okay. this match? Um, I, I mean, I, I always find them entertaining. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm completely honest. Like it, it, I've always found them entertaining, but the whole N words thing, I can't really get behind. Why not? Even though, I don't know. It just makes it, f- I, I love the logo though. It's the NW logo with the, yeah. And, and words. Mm-hmm. I, I like that, but I don't know. There's just something that is like. Okay. Off-putting, but um, I mean, I do have a, an N-Words um, beanie from last year I bought. 
trying to you know support the independent. So you wrestlers. don't like so you don't like it, but you bought the. Uh, uh, yeah, beanie. I bought the beanie. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. Yeah, that's him. Okay, yes. Um, and that's just like confirmed. Yeah, that's just confirmed. I just wasn't. I think I knew it was him, but then we were like, "Is that the same guy?" Right. Um, we just. I guess we've never just taken a really good look at him, so that's on us. But um, the N words delivered like a ton of Hogan leg drops, Macho Man elbows. I was telling my cousin Mallory, I was like, "Check, like, look at their attire because it plays off of the that racial uh-huh. slur." And then they came out with different trunks on. I was like, oh, man, I completely <laughs> ruined like, what I was going to say uh, or what I was going to show Cousin Mallory. But uh, they end up getting their comeuppance, getting their revenge, and then are attacked afterwards, uh, or Superiority Complex is attacked afterwards by the new tag team, newly formed, who don't have a name yet, Candy Elliot and Pat Monix, right. at the Pat Monix on Twitter. He's got yeah. a new Twitter handle. New Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in our next recording. Uh, but yeah, we got a new t- we got a new tag team in the mix here in the division. We got the N words. There's coming off a win. Um, we got Team Beta on top. Somewhere in the middle is Matt Nix and either Castro or Olsen. So like pretty strong tag team division here. A lot of different pieces and uh, people that can wrestle and play off against each other. Brew Baker and Rob Matter wrestled. Uh, Rob Matter scores another victory. He's doing really well. He's doing really well in his Rob matches. Matter? Yes. Do you know mm-hmm. who that is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's uh He's a death machine, bro. He's a death machine. He coming soon, Rob Matter versus Sammy Callahan, Death Machine <laughs> versus Death Machine. Somebody book it. Somebody book it. Um Roll up, rolled up. Brewbaker seems to find himself in like these gimmicky kind of style matches, but I guess that's a that's a good mm-hmm. thing to him because he can play that 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 funny kind of heel role. Uh but just the way the same way that Rob Matter beat all ego Ethan Page, he rolls up Brubaker for the win and throws up the loser sign to him. So Rob Manor's <laughs> yeah. on a two-match winning streak, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful. He's got a huge Be heart. Be careful, Space Monkey. He's coming after you. He's coming. He might. Yeah, maybe he'll, maybe he'll do a run-in. Eric Cannon versus Bucky Collins. They wrestle each other. What do you think about this? Um, I think it was, it was a really good match. It was uh, the debut of Bucky Collins at Freelance. Mm-hmm. Buck Nasty. Um, Buck Nasty. Um, I mean, we've we've seen him before. We know he's good. He's mm-hmm. entertaining. He has that comedy uh, shtick to him. Yep. Um, but I think he paired well with like there was definitely some chemistry with Eric Cannon there. Yeah. And you know, at the end, like just um, you know, having Eric Cannon, you know, stretch out his hand and say welcome and welcome and like really putting him over. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was cool. And so, then I think he kicked him in the balls or like kind of denied yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I think it's uh. It, it could be the beginning of a you know long rivalry. Yeah, sure. Like I, I, I wouldn't mind that. No, I think it's kind of cool to see a lot of new faces. He was one of them with Freelance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy was one of them. Uh, Sue Young was one of them, right? These yeah. were all like there was a ton of debuts on this card, mm-hmm. and that's kind of cool. That I mean, I feel like that shows the signs of growth of Freelance wrestling. Like they're getting new faces on the card. Um, and it's probably getting a lot more competitive to be booked there consistently, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's just a really good thing that free, you know, freelance has arrived. Um, Stevie Ferris versus B-Boy in the main event. B-Boy comes out to this song. I think it's called Kumite. I think mm-hmm. that's the name of the song. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie Bloodsport? 
You mentioned this, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came mm-hmm. out to like that. It had like a different opening, but then it went into that song. Yeah. And some guys were doing like the dance the dance behind us. It was really, really funny. Mm-hmm. It was hysterical. Bloodsport is like a it's such if you love John Clyde Van Damme, it's like it's one of those movies where you kinda like watch it and you're like making fun of it the whole time. It's like one of those sappy kind of action mm-hmm. movies. But it's got a lot, it's got good action in it, but like my friends and I always rip on it, but like still enjoy it at the same time. It's yeah. like good bad, you know. Um He's a, he's been, got a lot of years under him. Stevie Fierce wrestled him, um, mm-hmm. and the crowd was kind of back and forth. Obviously, yeah, I never had seen I hadn't seen Bebo live. Okay, um, I think he is super talented. Yeah, um, we got to he was over at um, Black Label, Black Label too, mm-hmm. and I think he uh, did some stuff. So he worked all three nights too. Um, what all, what's I, all three nights? Well, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. What do you do Sunday? Um, I can't believe I can't believe I can't remember uh, the name of the show. Galley. Yeah, he was okay. at Galley. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it makes sense if you're in the Chicago yeah. for the weekend. Why not like pick up more bookings, right? Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, Stevie Fierce with the Photoshop, which is basically a Christian's finisher. The unprettier, the unprettier gets a victory. Um, I think this is like a great start to the athletic aesthetic era kind of match. I think like if once you kind of beat GPA, then it's like that rivalry's over or that feud's okay. over, and mm-hmm. now it's like you can kind of start running through some people if you're Stevie Fierce and you're ushering in this new aesthetic era of freelance wrestling. So I thought this was like a great start. Obviously, Stevie Fierce is probably going to win this match, but the match was competitive all the way through, kept you on your edge. Yeah, absolutely. Super exciting. I, I completely enjoyed the match. And uh, at the end, we have a run-in from Space Monkey. Yes. The music hits. And the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild, as they always do. There's always a pop for that music. <laughs> yeah. There's like never not a pop for that music at Freelance. Um, Steve first tries to hit Space Monkey with the belt. Space Monkey throws on a banana peel. Yeah. Stevie slips. Space Monkey picks up the belt and the mirror. Antics there were some good shots. I think I took a good picture of uh, of Space Monkey holding up the mirror Did you? and the belt. Yeah. Okay. Do you so. have to post those? Have you posted yeah. those? No, I have not. Okay. But yeah, overall, really, really fun card. Really enjoyable. A lot of free... Like, that's the word I like to use with freelance shows. It's just, like, fun. Yeah. You know? like, And not to say that other shows aren't fun, but it's like I feel like that's the word that fits best. You're, like, almost kind of, like, constantly laughing it's like a good like mix of laugh and serious and like you know mm-hmm. whereas like maybe some other shows are like too serious or some other shows are like too gimmicky there's just like a good yeah medium. it was a good medium yeah mm-hmm. for sure so tell me about black label pro saturday uh, yeah so hector came over to the house and we drove over there um you met us up there um it was a really really hot day um and it was mm-hmm. Interesting. A um, couple roads on our way there were kind of funny. They, there was a, there was a corner with a bunch of like four all four corners of of that street. Like they were just random shoes. Yeah, <laughs> some some questionable parts in Crown Point, Indiana. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, no, but uh, getting there, um, it was it was a pretty big gym. Um, yep. It was, uh, and it wasn't. You know, because I was afraid. I was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be super hot in there, and we're just not gonna enjoy the show." Because you know, it was 
people there and the weather was super hot and it was a gym. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely didn't feel like that. Um, we were um, up in some bleachers, right? Yeah, we were in the bleachers. Um, and I, how, what was the first match? Do you remember the, the kickoff? Oh, I have notes on this one. So let's okay. just say, like, if you look at this card, Black, Black Label Pro is their first show, right? It, yep. First show ever. The guy, the guy, we saw Kirby there, who Kirby gets booked to do, like, a lot of stuff now. So Kirby, the ring announcer, was there. We, it, it, we were taking a look at this card, and it's just, like, it's the most, it's the widest variety of individuals. <laughs> it. it is It is a buffet of wrestling individuals on this card. There is anyone from an ECW legend, two ECW legends, you could count super crazy, right? Yep. As one. And you see a couple of those. Former Sandman, yeah, like former WWE guys, like kind of like old legends, like that Mordecai guy who I don't really know about or much. Oh, about. Mordecai, yeah. Uh, but then it's like new faces plus local guys. It's just like a medley, mm-hmm. a medley of people. Um, so th- there was, and we don't have to go through every match. Uh, let's just say it was a very, it's just very unique. Tur- and it was their first show. It was a very unique like t- style of tournament too. Because yeah. there was a mix between there was anything from a singles match to uh, f- like a five way, and if you won a match earlier in the night, then you got to go into the fun- main event, which, which was, was like uh, uh, elimination six way, six man maybe yeah. mm-hmm. in and of itself. Um, so there was like a, if you there was like a singles match, like one of the singles match that I think is worth mentioning is. Um, Keith Lee. Keith Lee versus Sammy Guevara. Yes. They had this spot. Do you remember that spot? Yeah. Shooting star press into a bear hug. Yes. Keith Lee caught Sammy G off the rotation uh-huh. of the shooting star press. Yeah. That, that was, it was crazy. I had never seen anything like that before. <laughs> and initially, I thought they were going to bump heads. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is bad. But it, w- it was like you probably would mess that up like like three times out of 10 or something like, and it looks ugly, but yeah, but I mean, they, they got it. I mean, they, they did that perfectly. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of run through the card here, but there was, and, and I'm not going to stop say a lot about every match, but it was just like, like that, like Sammy Guevara ended up winning that match mm-hmm. off of DQ. And like, then he got placed in the final, Yeah, but then there was like a triple threat. There was a fatal four way. And like the winners of those would go on to the final match. The final match, though, wouldn't have been the winner. The final match just goes on to, like, phase two mm-hmm. to, you know. So it's, like, it's a very different bracket yeah. than when you would say. Because I think what happens is, though, the, the winner of that night is automatically into the final. And then there's show okay. two. There's phase two. Which mm-hmm. they do the other side of the bracket to okay. decide the guy for the final. And then there's a third show where it's, like, And then the it ends final. in a triple yeah. threat? Why it's triple threat? If there's three, oh, if there's three show, oh, yeah, it's, the third show. Yeah, on the third show is just the 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 final of the of the tournament. Oh, it'd be a singles match. A singles match. Okay, yeah. between. The I one think and the that, that, that how I understood it, it it's gonna run like. It'd that. be cool to see a bracket, <laughs> you know, like uh-huh. to get a visual. Um, so let's just. I'm just gonna go through this really quick. Some guy named the Big Scare. I didn't get his first name. Wrestled Kobe Durst and a priest. Pre-show match. Okay. Kobe Durst hit a code breaker off uh, off the top for the win. I think that's his finisher. Simon Grimm, who is Simon Gotch from WWE. So like, oh, he was in the card, yeah. Was in the ring with Space Monkey, and he broke a chair, dude. Right. As soon dude as he needs walked a chill. in, <laughs> dude right. needs a chill. 
Right. For no reason. I mean, he got, I guess he got our attention. I think he was trying to like, because, okay, so this gym was big, right? Mm-hmm. It's a big gym and there wasn't as many people there as like the Freeland show. Right. That we went to. So there were, it was like almost like awkward, like the crowd wasn't into it yet and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And this is their first show. I'm not discrediting anyone, but there just wasn't as many people. Right. Where all the and and a lot of people that, that were out there, um, yeah. It's it's common faces that we see at yeah. shows here, right? right so right, they right. they made the trip out there, um, and I think uh, I just saw uh, earlier today like they're also going to start like they're he's the the promoter is recruiting to to do a bigger um, push on on the local scene. Okay, there to to get people to go. Um, but yeah, it was it wasn't in a lot of people. But what 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 do you think was his intention behind breaking that chair? As I think as he like came out? the crowd just wasn't into it yet, and he wanted to like wake the crowd up a little bit and mm-hmm. like stir the hornet's nest of the fans. <laughs> so he, dude, the chair's got a beating. Like he he. Simon, these are thick chairs. These like, they're like plastic, plastic chairs. Yeah, plastic foldable chairs. Yeah, yeah. Simon Gotch came out, just folded up a chair, and just smashed it on the gym floor. Uh-huh. And we're like, everyone looked around, was like, okay. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was in the ring with Space Monkey and B-Boy and Kevin, Ke- Kevin Lee Davidson, KLD. Yeah. So that's like a fatal four-way match. Um, he ended up beating, uh, I believe, Space Monkey and like winning that. So he moves on. Yeah, he moved on. Um, then it was Mordecai versus Dasher Hatfield versus Joe Gacy. Like, I, like I'm saying, like this is it's so random. Like, yeah. You know, you could be good or bad depending on what you like. But um, I feel like Mordecai. His pacing was very like way too slow. It was for a me. little bit too slow, yeah. Dude, he needs to like react or do something. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Gacy, I feel like was like trying to save this match. <laughs> he was like doing all that yeah. he could. Um, and there's like not enough projecting on Mordecai's part. Like over overact, right? Mm-hmm. They tell you like in theater like to play to the people in the far in the far back. Yeah, he needs to do that. Um, Dasher Hatfield got a roll up win, so he moved on. Keith Lee versus Sammy Guevara. Candidate for match of the night, probably the match of the night. And people can see yeah. this coming from far away. Um, so if like if you're looking to watch that match and like buy the DVD, I don't even know if they have DVDs or yeah, how they're know. doing the sales. This is one to watch. Ernest the Cat Miller was there. Yeah. He was making some funny comments. There was an Indiana Sucks chant and uh, and he there was this other uh, this other black guy and he and he's like what are you chanting for? Like, we're the only two in here. Uh-huh, yeah. Here. So, uh, he was calling everybody Hicks and stuff. And like, yeah, he was, he was trying to ball. get, you know, some heat. Yeah. You know, that's, that's classic. But, Ernest the yeah. Cat Miller. Like mm-hmm. I, it brought me back to watching him at WCW. He mm-hmm. would come out dancing and just get his ass kicked. Um, so all ego, Ethan page came out for like, kind of like a quick squash, like DQ finisher where Ernest the cat kicked him in the balls. He, uh, this was, I guess, this was the only one that was not like a pre, like a tournament match. Right. This was like this an was open not, challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was so Tom Lawler, filthy Tom Lawler, former UFC guy, versus Matt Riddle. Versus Matt Riddle. What do you, uh, you think I was looking match? forward to this match. This yeah. is the match that I was like, all right, let's go check it out. Um, and it didn't disappoint. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed. It, it was different. It was in a, you know, a wrestling match it was it was it was wrestling but it, it felt different matt right? based matt based mm-hmm. and you clearly you could clearly see that they like they know what they're doing in in that aspect like 
the yes. holds, the way they would reverse yes. and escape certain certain holds. Like yeah. I, I, I think it was pretty cool. It was great. Like the, the UFC tr- style translates so well to mm-hmm. rest of Pearl Wrestling. And I don't know if this is Tom Lawler's first match. Um but like uh-huh. I thought he I mean you're in there with Riddle, who's gonna make you look good. But like I thought he did a great job. Yeah. Uh, Tom Lawler, like if for this being his first match and like anyone. Mm-hmm. They made it feel like a shoot fight, right? Yeah. Um, uh, there was like, and Riddle was doing all his stuff, like all his, his bro to sleeps and like his running uh-huh. knees and stuff and everything looked good. He's still really good. Um, and oh, so the finish was really cool. Uh, I keep burping. The LaCroix keeps getting me. Um, Riddle had Lawler in like a triangle hold and then they did a pin with it. Mm-hmm. So like Lawler got the pin on Riddle when he was in the triangle hold. So that was like really he like escaped. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I thought he should have gone no shoes too. Yeah, that was the only thing. Like yeah. it, it made me feel like well, it, I mean it was just a little weird to see him with with the wrestling boots. Yes. Um, it's it's really cool that Riddle does that. Riddle, Riddle doesn't wrestle with shoes on because he just mm-hmm. that's that whole UFC style and like. Yeah. It takes away from it. So, like, Lawler had these, like, weird... I don't even know if they're wrestling boots. They look more like high, like gym shoes, like high-top gym shoes. I don't know. Like uh, Matt wrestling boots. Yeah, yeah, I guess they were. Yeah. Um, someone, someone, remember when uh, Kirby was ring announcing and someone goes, are those bowling shoes? Oh, yeah. He, he <laughs> went into the ring, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it was when he was introducing... Uh, no, he wasn't introducing Matt Riddle and them. Yeah. Don't, 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 just yeah. don't even try names. Just don't even. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't remember who he was introducing, but he's, he, he made a point to get in the ring yeah. and introduce somebody. And that's when like, I was like, are those uh, bowling shoes? And, like, <laughs> yeah. and, and you looked at them twice because it's like, right. are they? <laughs> and like, I knew that popped you really well because you laughed out loud like immediately. And <laughs> yeah. I feel like your laughs are usually like, more like quieter or something, <laughs> uh-huh. but you just like lulled at this guy saying yeah. that. I thought that was really funny. Um, that was great. That was that was that was worth uh, like that like that was worth the price of admission for sure. Yeah. And like Keith Lee and Sammy G. Um, next one was Rory Gulak. Shout out to Drew and Drew Five Live. No chanting. No chanting <laughs> up in here. You wanted to take a no chant sign. I sh- I should start bringing signs. <laughs> I don't want to be like too weird about it, but I have like cardboard here that's just sitting here. <laughs> Not cardboard. It's like. You see those papers right Material there? for signs. Like meaning. in between my desk uh-huh. and, yeah. Those need to be, those need to turn into signs, I think. And I'll just keep, bring, I'll just like bring them to freelance <laughs> and I don't know. But like be smart about it. Mm-hmm. I'll like put funny stuff on there. Maybe, maybe it probably won't work. Um, versus GPA versus Bulls Pants. Bulls Pants, that's right. Way to play to your audience, Blue Pants. Good for mm-hmm. you. Came out in like a Bulls onesie. And that was an onesie. It was like a singlet. Singlet. Bulls yeah. singlet. Versus Dominic Guarini. And she came out with the basketball and everything. Right, right, right. right, right. And then she was, you know, there were some, uh, like, hoops in the gym, but they were, you know, pulled up or whatever. Yeah, they were all pulled up. And then she ran towards us where we were standing. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, like, am I in the way of, you know, she's going to shoot or something? Like, yeah. But apparently there was a big Nike sign hanging over our heads. Yes. This was sponsored. <laughs> this was a sponsored event. Nike right. and Domino's. Right. Nike and Domino's. Uh, so she wanted to get a pose under the Nike sign, mm-hmm. which I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then some versus some guy that I can't remember his name. Uh, this match was like pretty quick. A uh, lot of goofy stuff mm-hmm. like Bulls pants, you know, um, 
teaming up with like the baby faces like GPA. Yeah, it kind of seemed up. like a baby face team versus yeah, like, it was like know, three on three versus but, heels. That mm-hmm. Dominic Garini guy ended up winning it. Uh, next was Darby Allen versus Super Crazy. I thought this match was really cool, very lucha was, style. Yeah, like super crazy. Like there were some you still got a chance. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Good. He does. He looked crisp. He looked very yeah. crisp out there. Um, better than some of the younger guys that were on the card, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, honestly, like, he was so good. Uh, Darby Allen ended up getting like a kind of a wacky. Uh, flip over pin on him. I don't know if that was like the end of the match or, or yeah, like the, it had a weird feeling finish. towards the end, right? Like, like super crazy, kind of stormed off, pissed. Mm-hmm. It looked shoot to me, but I don't know if it was. Wherever it was, like I mean, even if it wasn't, like he definitely made us believe. Yeah, I think this was like number three in my books of the night because they did like they were doing some chain. It was like the first match to kind of start chaining heavily. Yeah, like off the start, um, and then Sandman squashed Everett Connors. Yeah, <laughs> with, with like three kendo stick uh, hits. It was yeah, and then like a Russian leg sleep with the kendo stick, and yeah. it was over. Um, he was pouring beer in the people's mouths, like that was fun. So this card had a lot of different stuff. I left after this because I had to go to an engagement party. Can you tell me about right. like the the final? Um, match? The final match was so it was a little weird. Um, okay. Just because, you know, you had your fan favorites, uh, Sammy Guevara was So in this there. is all the people who won earlier. Yeah, all the people who won earlier. Okay. Um, and, uh, so Sammy Guevara cuts a promo, like I'm the best ever. Um, and then he goes into the ring and gets rolled up. Okay. Pin. And then just elimination started happening really fast in my, in my opinion. Okay. I saw like a video um, of it and like, yeah, the elimination seemed really quick. Like, like those, like those WWE Survivor Series matches where they're like trying to get rid of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. it seemed like. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they still, you know, I mean, yeah, like people were trying to probably rush and leave and get to evolve. That's probably that's um, fine for maybe true. There's a time. So there. it it could have been that, but um, you know, it was to me it just seemed really quick. Um, and, and kind of uneventful, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the it was a good show, and to me, like the last match being too quick, it was kind of like a downer. Yeah. Um, but it's our first time. But yeah, and they're still part two of the tournament. So yeah, still part two of the tournament, and they have the faces of fear coming. Do you know, do do you know anybody that the that's going to be on that part two. Faces of Fear. Mm-hmm. Ethan Page is on it. Okay. Um, Nick Gage, I believe. Uh, Joey Janela had a drop. He was on it. Oh, okay. Um, and then whoever, Tom Lawler ended up winning, right? So he'll be there. Yeah, so maybe. He'll be there. Maybe not. Oh, maybe right. He'll just be there for the third show. Phase three. Uh, but it's, it's like, again, like that very unique. It's a very unique card, like top to bottom. It's got mm-hmm. everything. I guess it's got everything to appeal to everyone. It's kind of like it's a buffet card, you know? Right, because there were also. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were, it was advertised as a family friendly. Yeah, it right? was. But there was a little, there was some middle fingers. There was uh, the the p word. Yeah, there, there, there was some foul <laughs> language in there, and there was some foul language in there. Um, but yeah, there were there were plenty of kids too. Yeah, know? there so. was this one very advantageous. A uh, young girl who was like working the concession stand who yeah. like, wanted to give us free waters and we're like, sorry, we don't have money. She's like, it's okay. <laughs> right. um, so yeah, good good place to bring your kids, but just know there might be some there might be some curse words and you'll just have to be a parent then. Right. Right. Would um, you bring Yitzel to this show? Um, this is Which probably a show, this is probably one, like you know yeah why not like okay. it's it's a it's a big enough gym where you know she's two okay and, you know. I'm, if yeah, I when go, she gets older, right. When right. she gets older, but 
you know, even if we decide to go, let's say for 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 night two or tournament part yeah. two, um, like I wouldn't mind taking her just to see what, how she would react. Like, yeah. the gym is big enough that I could go to the side and you could you know, like sit in the bleachers with her. Yeah, right. or if she wants to get up and run a little bit, she can. You right. Know. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll see. So we're going to we're going to uh, have a separate recording for our show on Sundays, LO Pro that we want to. So we'll have a separate recording for that. We're going to get into the dessert round really quick. Um, can you tell me about Pro, the Pro Wrestling Tees retail opening store? Yeah, Pro Wrestling Tees, they're doing their, their grand opening. It's on Friday the 3rd? The se- no, no, fuck. I don't got the wrong dates now. I thought you were supposed to have this information ready, were you not? I thought so too, but, you know, <laughs> um, things happen here. The production um, value. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, so it's three nights. It's Friday, okay, Saturday, and it. Sunday. He's got it. Uh, bro, I'm multitasking here. You know, yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah, figure yeah. it out. Uh-huh. Um, so it's three nights. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, you mentioned you're going to go on Friday? I'm going to be there Friday, and I'm going to be out of town then. Um, uh, yeah. And it's, this is in October, correct? Yes, it's in October. Okay. I will tell you the day shortly once I find okay. them. <laughs> but um, they started doing the. Um, they're doing a. They're, they, they did the sell for uh, the Bullet Club yep. signing and photo ops and everything, yep. which sold out within five minutes. Yes. Um, you can meet the Bullet Club that following Monday, so it's a whole weekend thing. Right, and they added somebody else. Plus Monday. Did you, did you see they added mm, somebody else? No, I didn't see. I. I I'm looking it up right now. Okay. But, what, um, do we want, I'm going to run off the re- fantasy wrestling scoreboard until you get everything pulled up. Does all right, that work? For sure. Yeah. Let's go into fantasy wrestling. Two is in a face. Fantasy wrestling league. Right now, sitting on top after No Mercy is Jonathan. How do you say his last name? Car- Car- Carrillo? Am I saying that right? Uh, Carrillo. Car- yes. Okay. That. Jonathan, who is part of, who is Martin's brother from Wrestling with Unicorn, sitting at the top with 294, 294 points. The Heenan family, um, let's see, Jonathan scored points with, excuse me, he scored points with Dean Ambrose last night, Alexa Bliss, both retained their titles. Um, the Heenan family, who's managed by Jeremy Zaha, who's been a guest on our podcast, sitting at 234, tied with the Psycho Killers, Chris Romero's Psycho Killers, sitting at 234 points as well. Um, Jeremy scored points with a Seth Rollins and a Miz title retained. Sasha Banks was in action, although did not win. And then the Psycho Killers, your team's looking mighty fine right now. Enzo Mori got a belt. Jason Jordan uh, had a big win on Raw to get to the No Mercy. Charlotte Flair mm. has a title match coming up. Braun Strowman only sitting there with 20 points, though. Yeah. Because of his loss. Um, I don't know if he's going to be in a lot of matches upcoming. Maybe he'll just do, like, run-ins and stuff. Uh, hopefully, I put him in some matches and he starts, you know, doing his thing. Uh, but you're sitting in th- tied for second, 234 points. I'm right behind you at 220. Um, it's very close. The middle, this, this whole this whole score is real, or everyone is very close. Um, I only scored points with Elias and Cesaro was in action. Did not win though. Bailey was. You in didn't get any well. extra points for. I got a, probably a little bit, probably a little bit extra points. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan, 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 Alan. 219, right behind me, a point behind me. Oh, wow. Martin, Everybody's pretty close. Huh? Everyone is so close. Martin is at 209. Nancy's at 131. Spencer is at 29 points only at the bottom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bobby Roode hasn't scored anything yet. Kevin Owens has just been That's doing right. promos, no matches. 
Emma hasn't been doing much. Jinder has only been doing uh, promos. Smack is SmackDown pay per view, right? Yes. Hell in a Cell. I believe so. Yeah. Um, So I'm looking to score more points there, Uh, but everything's really close right now. Jonathan, the current title holder, Martin, was talking smack. He's now in one, two, three, four, five. He's in sixth place out of eight. It's very close. It could change within a day, but he's in sixth place now. And he tweeted us this weekend. I know, uh, with that belt. Uh, yeah. With was, my belt. He was watching uh, No Mercy with the, with the belt, mm-hmm. uh, calling it Bay. Yes, he was. <laughs> uh, so that's Fantasy Wrestling, hosted by DropTheBelt.com. We'll keep you updated on the scores. Um, if you want to like look, we can tweet out our teams. If you want to really look at them, I'm totally cool with that. Just let us know. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting my title back. All right. Do you have the information? Yeah. Pulled up? So it's Friday, October 13th. Okay. At 11, 11 a.m. through 6 p.m. Okay. Uh, which is the one that we're going to go to. Yep. Um, there's a Saturday, October 14th, Sunday, okay. the 15th, and Monday, the 16th. Monday is um, the day that the Bullet Club is going to be there. Okay. Um, they... They were selling the package of 125. You had the photo op. Um, you could get anything signed, you know, and just meet them. And I, I think it comes with the Bullet Club T-shirt. I'm not sure. Okay. But um, so that sold out real quick, and then they added another hundred tickets okay. for seventy-five dollars now, which is just you get to meet them and a photo op, no autographs. Wow. So. Way to take it. Good. That's good business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take advantage of it. It's going to be packed, I'm sure. Even it's people without packed. tickets yeah. are going to be there. Oh, yeah. And, and from all the conversations we had this weekend, the people that are trying to go, they're trying to go for one reason, and that is Kenny Omega. Yeah, Kenny Omega. The draw, man. The draw, yeah. And on Friday, uh, Friday and Saturday, live DJ set by DJ Z. Burr, 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 burr. I hope that wasn't yeah. too loud in your ear. <laughs> no, and uh, on Saturday... ACH, Cal- Sammy Callahan, Jeff Cobb, Michael Elgin, and Brian Cage will be there. Jeff Cobb, the winner of the 2017 Jim <laughs> Lyman Memorial Tournament. You heard it here first. Right, which is that weekend. That weekend is the, the tournament. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. He'll probably be... Well, no, because the tournament's at night. So mm-hmm. He's going to be there, um, and then he's going to be... And then there's a TBA the on Sunday, so they still don't know. Or they're, they're not telling us who will yeah. be there on Sunday. I'm kind of glad, just because I'm not a huge fan of crowds and like tight spaces, I'm kind of glad I'm not going mm-hmm. Monday. I mean, like to me, I don't need to see Kenny Omega. It's, it'd be cool to meet him, but I don't know. I'm just not so much like... I don't know. You know, I'm not so much, I'm not so much meet and greet with some wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That's just, just like, I don't know. I don't know, like, it's not, that's not a draw for me. I'd probably rather go there and watch them wrestle. That's not going to happen. That's right, fine. right. I don't need to be, like, I'm just not, uh, Bull Club is awesome, and I love what they're doing. I'm just not fanboying over it. When it's cool if you are, mm-hmm. if anyone is. Uh, I'm just really glad. I just don't want to be, I don't want to be stuck in that store with 200 other people. Just, yeah. like, no, I'm excited for, for Friday, but, yeah, I don't know. Monday... I could work it and, and figure out a way to make it there, but I don't think I will. Yeah, but it's uh, it, it, it's just, the place know, to be. Yeah, it is. It, it if is you want to be somewhere on Monday, definitely that's the place to be. If you can take off, I would say go and just like be maybe even be outside. Like I would probably just be outside and just like hang I, yeah, out I don't with, think so. Yeah, I think so. Chicago Russell, you know, just two hundred people alone are gonna. And be I'm in going there. for sure Friday, and I'm getting that Chicago Bullet Club Chicago Bullet Club shirt. I'm getting that, and I think. Uh, that Friday, everything has like fifteen percent off. Oh, sweet! So, it, it, you should go one day. Is what we're trying to say. Go one day. 
whatever well, day is best for you. Mm-hmm. If you can make it all three days and you want to check it out, go for it. The yep. store's not going anywhere. Hopefully, it's here to stay for a long time. Yes. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. Um, where are we off to next? What, what else do we have going that's really, on? That's really that's that's uh, we have just a note here about just because we're talking about wrestling T-shirts. What's your favorite wrestling T-shirt? This is a question for all of you out there as well. Just tweet us at Two Heels on a Face. I'm going to say mine's my DIY shirt. Rest in peace. Just because oh, of the DIY. Yeah, or my Tommaso Ciampa shirt. But I like the DIY mm-hmm. shirt because I think I like the "Nobody Will Do It For You" slogan on the back. I feel like you can yeah. apply that to many aspects of life, many facets. Mm-hmm. That's going to be mine. What is your, what's your favorite? I know you have a lot. And you're wearing a Pat I, Monix shirt I'm right wearing now. a Pat Monix shirt that I bought off of him yesterday. Oh, you bought that yesterday? Yeah. Oh, I owe, I'm going to, I owe Pat, I want to talk about it in the next podcast. I owe Pat Monix a shirt by, I'm yeah, going to, next time I see him. such a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, so, I mean, I have different ones. Okay. It's kind of like, what's your favorite soccer team? Everybody asks me that, like, you know, and I'm like, well, then you have to like, and it's usually a non-soccer fan. So then you have to explain like, well... In soccer, there's national teams, there's individual leagues. Right, it's you so you can't give. Box. And I feel like that with wrestling. Like, well, there's WWE shirts that I own, which are not many really. And then there's, um, you know, a bunch of lucha shirts. So let's rephrase the question: If you had, if you're going to a show, because even like the so the AEW T-shirt, right? Like, if I'm going to go to an AEW show, I really like that their design, their Chicago flag design. That 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 shirt's awesome, right? Like, yeah, that shirt's really cool. For the freelance T-shirt. Their their logo alone, I really like that T-shirt. I too. like that T-shirt too. Okay, so um, you're gonna be you're gonna go. We're gonna do a podcast, and you're gonna be on national television. Let's just say that. Then it's not a podcast, Vincent Man. It's a it's a live cast. <laughs> it's a live cast. Um, what shirt are you wearing? What shirt am I wearing? There's no. You can wear any shirt. There's no rules restrictions. Um, I'll have to go with. One of the Lucha Brothers shirts, probably like a Phoenix shirt. Okay. I, I have, I think, the most Phoenix shirts. Okay. Like Phoenix, I have probably like five shirts. Okay. Um, so one of those. I think that's a good way to phrase the question, right? Mm-hmm. If you or if like you only had to keep one and you had to throw the rest out, what would you keep? Yeah. That'd be that'd mm-hmm. be that'd be a, a, a side of horror and might give you nightmares, <laughs> but I think that's a good way. So let, I'm going to ask those two questions to you out there on the Twitter sphere. Tweet us at Two Heels in a Face. If you only had to keep one wrestling shirt, what would you keep? It, what's your favorite wrestling shirt or you can answer the question if you're going on national tv to talk about wrestling and you want to wear the shirt that defines you as a wrestling fan what shirt would you wear and why so that is the user question uh but that's it for our buffet line got this one a little quicker go support freelance wrestling go support black label pro leave us a review on itunes if you want free tokens free video games free video games and pins to add to your collection we'll post pictures of those um, fantasy wrestling. I'm going to win the belt back. We all know this, so uh, it's my time. My it, time is now. <laughs> <laughs> it's your time, Triple H. Yes, it's time to play the game. It's time to play the game. Do you have any closing words? We're um, on SoundCloud. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, right before we plug our stuff, I also want to um, give a shout out to Signature Move, uh, the movie that we're going to go see this Saturday. Yep. Um, Signature move live. Oh yeah, that's upcoming. Love and lady wrestling. Yep, it's the the uh, women's movie, right? A women's wrestling yeah. movie. Yeah. And then followed by some women wrestling. Yes. So we'll be out there Saturday. The what's this Saturday? Thirtieth. The third. Yeah. There you go. Thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that should be fun. Looking forward to that. And um, 
I want to meet like all of the. Uh, we just got tagged in a tweet with a bunch of different other podcasts. Yeah, and I think I, you know, Chris I, listens to them, right? I yeah. should probably listen to them. Um, what are those other podcasts? Um, so it was so Smarty and Sarah love wrestling. Was yeah, tagged in there. Shout out to them. Um, you know, we've met them. We've interacted with them. Uh, pretty cool people. Um, there's also um, stunning Stella Cheeks and Aaron Klein from Not Your Demographic. Okay, Not Your Demo Pod. Um, Not Your Demo Pod. Um, they're pretty cool people. Um, I think uh, Martin was tagged in there too, wrestling with unicorns. Um, yeah, wrestling with unicorns. Um, do you, anybody else? Yes. Uh, heels and heels. Heels and heels. So they also are they going to be there? That's they awesome. were in that tweet. I don't know if they're going to be there. Cool. I don't they're know. They're from. Who these um, are. Yeah, they're uh, these two ladies from California. Um, and they or were they in that tweet or did you just I think they were probably okay like maybe um, well, shout out to them but though. yeah shout out to them they're from California <laughs> yeah, way. They, they, they cover wrestling and it's a really fun podcast um, maybe not because they're, they're California based maybe they're not in that tweet but who knows like because I, I think I in, the, in one of the latest episodes I heard that they were coming to Chicago I didn't know for what or oh. whatnot so okay, it might, they might be there uh, there so mm-hmm. um, yeah we'll, we'll see and then so just real quick story before we close it off. So heels and heels always talk about their love for Taco Bell. Oh and God, I'm so glad you brought <laughs> my, I'm so glad you brought this up. Yeah, can I tell the story? Go for it. But yeah, just making the connection of heels and heels. Um, you know, loving Taco Bell and always plugging Taco Bell and talking about their their love for it. And I tweeted them last night when I was about to eat Taco Bell. I'm like, all right, I'm here so we go. glad you brought this up. So man, you've never had it? No, I never had it. Like not even. I know, I know your background, and obviously, <laughs> you know you can probably cook. Ten, I wouldn't consider Taco Bell Mexican food, but you eat you eat yeah, Mexican yeah, yeah. food more frequently than I. You like, but uh, it's man, one of those things that here. not long. Yeah, like, like <laughs> White Castle. Like, it was. I mean, it took me years to even try that. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just been one of those things that I'm like, nah. There are other options. I want to say something, and I'm. This is not. This is just an observation. Mm-hmm. Not being. I'm not at all being racist here. I feel that from what I see and know, mm-hmm. um, either whether it's uh, mo- mostly Hispanics, but most mm-hmm. Hispanics that I know in this area are Mexican. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Mexican. Mexican yeah. people, uh, you know, friends, family, etc. That I know or have. They seem to. Always, they seem to. Mexicans seem to eat like their Mexican food a lot more frequently instead of like venturing out. Is that true or no? That's just an observation I had. Like, uh, Hispa- mm-hmm. like the, they're frequent. Do you feel yourself frequently eating Hispanic food? Even because, like, I feel like mm-hmm. as I'm a Caucasian, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just like kind of all over the map. Whereas, like, I feel so like- I had so so this reminded okay. me of a conversation I had with somebody back in high school yeah. where, um, you know, my senior year of high school, I did out in the suburbs, uh-huh. and somebody like I was like we were talking, we're you know we're friends or whatnot, and, yeah. and she's like. So you eat Mexican food every day? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, like that's what we cook. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, but also like I go to your point, like if we're going to go eat out or whatever, like, yeah, we'll venture off here and there. But, you know, if I'm going to go out with my parents, we're going to go to a Mexican restaurant. Mexican restaurant, restaurant. Right. Like yeah. we'll, we'll mix it here and there. But, but yeah, I think the, the older generation, you know, like, you know, putting my parents in there, like, yeah. like if I want to take them out to dinner, we'll, we'll go to a Mexican yeah. restaurant. And Mexican food, let me, is my favorite type of, I got real close to the microphone, is my mm-hmm. favorite type of food. Like, my favorite type, my favorite foods in this world are grilled cheeses, tacos, and I think hamburgers, you could throw them in there. Mm-hmm. But, like, tacos is probably number one. And, okay. like, good tacos. Right. Good places around here. Like, pr- probably, probably, like, I haven't had your, your mother's or your grandmother's cooking. I'm sure it's phenomenal. 
but like the pl- the authentic places I've had the ground living in Chicago, which yeah, is good, you, good Mexican mm-hmm. food around here, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you live by Pilsen too, so yeah, I live by Pilsen, and I go, I frequently go over there to get to get tacos. So I love Mexican food. I don't know, like I don't know if I could do it every day. I could probably do it like three times a week. I mean, there's different types of food that you probably haven't even heard of, right? Like yeah, like dishes. That's that, true. Yeah. A lot of would you say a lot of Mexican dishes though are the same ingredients, just on different like platforms or vehicles like different shells um, or different no so there's no shells okay. that's for sure <laughs> so what are you referring to um no like so there's like pork dishes like okay different stews yes there's okay like i had like menudo soups, right? menudo right? i haven't had menudo so so like there's different yeah. things that you you know it's yeah. not tacos and tortas which you say tortas are not well known they aren't in in your group of friends in my group of friends right like tortas, well tortas is just like it's that's thursday it's a, yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, thursday night it's a quick you know picnic food like let's right. make tortas and they're so mm-hmm. good yeah tortas the world needs more torta awareness spread torta awareness <laughs> share posts and pictures of tortas so back to the story yeah <laughs> i can't believe i still can't believe you never had talk about so i i didn't eat dinner and, and also the, the menu is intimidating, to be honest. Like, there's so much. Like, like where do you start? Should like, we save the story for the other podcast? <laughs> uh, I mean, at this point, let's just finish it. Yeah. Right? yeah. No, no, we're going to save right. it. We're going to well, save all it. Right. I mean, all right. Because we're going to leave the cliffhanger here. If you want to listen to Chris's Taco Bell story, right. which I, it has a funny twist in it. It has like a funny, <laughs> this is my first time Taco Bell experience twist. Listen right. to our podcast about Zella Pro. I think it just... Like I think that kind of fits that. Yeah, it's all about Sunday Zello Pro, and um, this pretty much covered the the first half of the weekend. Yeah, so. the first half of the weekend. So, um, you know. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, if you want to reach me, I'm at Compadre Chris. You're at Chuck underscore Colorado. Yep. And we are Two Heels and a Face. Two Heels and Face dot com com com. Take care. Thanks. <laughs>